This show is brought to you by my friends at Alliance and Trust. In wild times like these, you need more than financial product salespeople. You need a firm that looks at the entirety of your life and helps you with strategies that coordinate all disciplines of good stewardship so you can manage wisely what God has given you and thrive in these times of chaos and confusion. Have a team that acts as consultants in the business of you. Call 805-372-0821 to schedule your no-obligation discovery meeting. Welcome to the Bryce Eddy Show, where we are working hard to be a threat to the Great Reset. And um, today's guest uh, I'm excited to have, um, and it's Pastor Dave Scarlett from uh, His Glory Ministry. And this is a worldwide ministry. This guy is reaching more than 20 million viewers uh, around the globe. And um, I'm excited to have this conversation because there's so many things that are going on right now. Um, and I love to have a pastor's perspective on some of the stuff that's happening. And um, I think you will enjoy this time we have here together. Pastor Dave, how are you? Good, Bryce. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate you making the time because, you know, when you have 20 million viewers, you've got a lot of work to do. So I imagine you guys are busy over there. Uh, there's there's never a dull moment. We're we're constantly uh, pushing ahead for the for the kingdom glory, and uh, we're always under attack. Uh, we just were attacked by Facebook. We have 2.2 million followers on Facebook, and we were hacked, and we can't get anybody from Facebook to acknowledge it. Yeah, well, you know they don't really care about us. So no, in fact, it's uh, it's in their best interest for us to get shut down and and uh, you know kind of self censor and live on that edge from time to time. That's right. Hey, so um, before we get, I've got a couple of questions for you and some things that I wanted to get your perspective on. But um, for my audience who are, is not familiar with you, um, uh, would you talk about, you know, the ministry itself, how you got started, kind of give us your, your you know, background in, in bio, which I know is pretty vast. Yeah, so it's not your your, your typical ministry and it's not your typical uh, pastor. I am. Um, his glory, we reach 25 million, 20, 25 million people uh, uh, in every country of the world uh, through hisglory.me. And then we have another uh, website, hisglory.tv, that we do uh, movies like Capital Punishment. Yeah. Uh, I know you guys were involved in that with Nick Searcy when we launched that. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, we've There's had Nick on the show. And yeah, he's a good friend. We love him. Yep, he's a he's a great friend. We're going to do a sequel to Capital Punishment. So on our His Glory TV, you can get uh, movies and documentaries. And but on His Glory Me, we're uh, 40 different shows. We do Sunday service. We do um, Bible studies. Uh, everything to bring uh, the light of Christ to the world in a different in a different format or a different programming. I came to the world. Uh, I was a Marine. And uh, after I got out of the Marines, I worked my way up the corporate level. I was a director of three Fortune 100 companies. And then, uh, you know, I was living for the world and I died, literally died three times, went to heaven, saw heaven and came back. And the Lord says, you're going to start a ministry called by my name, his glory. And uh, I said, you sure about that? And because uh, if you would have told anybody 15, 20 years ago that I'd be a pastor, they, they would, it would just they would laugh. I'm the least likely person on the face of the earth to be a pastor, let alone run a ministry. But 
God uses those, those trials of our life and he uses, you know, our work experience for his purpose and his glory. So um, that's where we're at today. We came back, uh, came back from that and he put me in a wilderness to learn his word. And then uh, we just, uh, we, we, we started bringing news and, and Bible prophecy and uh, military intel to the table for, from some of the sources I have. We have very strong ties to the nation of Israel. Uh, I'm the co-chairman of the board of Newsreel, which is bringing uh, news in uh, Hebrew from Israel to the world. Uh, so we were able to develop a lot of unique relationships. So we have a lot of generals that come on the His Glory Network, whether they're Israeli generals, American generals, uh, and even Canadian generals. So our audience is pretty uh, military, very patriotic audience. And obviously uh, uh, people love Jesus Christ. I would say though, this is probably an odd thing to say. I would say probably 20% of our audience are not Christians yet. They're well, in the, that's great. the seed planting stage. Uh, we have made, we've had over a thousand uh, Muslims come to Christ, two imams come to Christ, and uh, many people from Judaism come to know who the Messiah is. And that's just by coming into those other programs and uh, planting the seeds. And this last three and a half years has really got people's attention on how can this mark of the beast system be real? And uh, people are asking questions now, like th this antichrist, this this tribulation, this beast system, it's right before our very eyes. And uh, I think that's helping awaken people's heart. And that's the most important is to awaken the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. It's It's been interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm having... I'm having, you know, similar things going on, you know, for us, you know, not the, um, you know, whole of our audience is not Christian. Um, you know, I'm talking to interesting people about the interesting times we're in. Um, and so we're attracting a fairly wide audience, although it's a, you know, conservative audience, it's not necessarily all a Christian audience. We're just coming from that perspective. And, um, you know, I think we are planting some of those seeds and, and you know, having people um, you know, come in that direction. But one of the things that I've um, been fascinated by is in the time that we're in, it is waking people up. And I've had people who are, you know, atheists or agnostic that are that are admitting that this feels like we're in a spiritual battle. And it's like, yeah, you bet you we are. Um, how You know, so many people are, are, are looking and searching because how else do you explain the confluence of events that we've seen? And how else do you explain, you know, the this uh, these coordinated attacks, you know, coming from all the institutions, you know, against people who love God and, and, and people who share, you know, the conservative, you know, Judeo-Christian values. So um, I, I find that that uh, very interesting and inspiring at the same time. Yeah, it's a, it's a uni unique time in the history of the world. I, I say this all the time, that this is the greatest time in the history of the world to be alive. Yeah. As long as we're active for Christ's namesake, as long Amen. as we're planting, planting seeds. Uh, we can't be on the fence anymore. We got to be all in or all out. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So, you know, uh, this morning, and I know that, uh, you know, a lot of your ministry, um, you know, or I should say maybe your growth or or focus, um, you know, had to do with COVID and some of those things that were going on. Um, it, this morning, I saw an interesting thread where the question was asked, what do you think the most um, egregious or, or worst thing they did to us during the lockdowns or the worst lie that was told during the lockdowns? And and you know one of the one of the things that I uh, uh, one of the people wrote the uh, asymptomatic spread idea, and and I thought that 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 
was a good answer because we've we're seeing even now today people walking around still in fear, masked up, um, to where they're afraid to be around other human beings. Like something almost permanently shifted in our culture now, where we have uh, you know the fear of other people even irrationally now in a way that we didn't before. If everybody potentially has a disease that's walking around that you're breathing the space with, I mean that's a that's a weird thing that they did to us, and it seems like it's almost going to be a permanent stay. That's what they're trying. There's no question. Uh, they're t- a, a control environment. Again, like we mentioned earlier, the, the p- trying to rush the one world order and the one world beast system into us. Uh, if you didn't believe in the book of Revelation, wait. To, welcome to the last three years. It's just amazing how the Bible is coming alive. I mean, you look at the nation of Israel. You know, Ezekiel 38 and 39 are right at our doorstep. It's, this is incredible time to be alive. Yeah, well, I've got a couple of, you know, so uh, I've got a couple of pastors that are coming on that that agree that okay you know here's where we're at and you know we on this show believe that um while that could possibly be true and we are paying special attention to these signs um you know there's so many people that use that as an excuse to quit contending or quit fighting or quit doing what we need need to be doing in these times and you know have that tendency that oh okay well then that means that we're going to just you know uh get you know retrenched and you know leave the leave the world to to its um uh, destruction rather than fight for uh, his his glory. Right, right. And that's not what the scripture tells us to do. The scripture tells us to go out from east to west to north to south to every creature. We're supposed to be active. And that's one of the troubling things uh, if, if you're a pre-trib believer is that the church is thinking, oh, don't worry about it. Jesus is coming tomorrow. Everything will be all right. No, he wants us to take action today for his namesake. Yeah, well, and I and I've had that discussion and debate with with folks that that kind of have the well, what is the use idea? And you know, my thing is is even if I'm going to lose, I'm going to go down fighting. Even if I'm going to be a casualty of this war, I'm you know not going to just go. Okay, well, I guess it's going to be over for me. So you know, I might as well just lay down. Um, you know, we're in our community, uh, you know, we stood up as a body of believers and kept our church open. And, you know, that was, uh, you know, to, uh, um, you know, great, uh, great upset to the powers that be around us. And, you know, great contention, even with our Christian, supposed Christian brothers and sisters that, you know, said that we caused a disunity. Um, and and a lot of it was based on, you know, that idea that they that they just should hang back and just, you know, the, the misapplication of Romans 13, let's just, you know, uh, go along, you know, to the slaughter. Right. Instead of looking at Daniel 6, where uh, Daniel had to stand up against uh, the, the Medes and Persians and dis, d- d- despise uh, their, their law and pray to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in Jerusalem. Yeah. They, don't, they forget that part. Yeah, so um, so I'd love to hear your story with respect to you know what you guys did you know uh, during the the COVID era, which of course is still hung, hanging over us. But um, you know, and then tell me a, a little bit about how you see these uh, you know times we're in, um, you know, and, and what you guys are doing as a ministry. Yeah, so uh, we 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 were doing probably a show every day prior to to COVID nineteen. We were we were still reaching in the millions of, of people, 
Uh, but I was in Israel. Actually, that's where I got COVID was in Israel. And the Lord was talking to me in Israel and he says, I want you to start a Sunday service. We never did Sunday service before. So, all right, if you want me to do a Sunday service, I'll do a Sunday service. And uh, he knew something was gonna happen. And we became a lot of people's church. Uh, when everything got shut down, people would turn into his glory for Sunday service. And uh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. Uh, he did, and he marched us through that. And uh, you know, a lot of that since then, we've gotten really, uh, some big name guests that come in and tell us uh, Intel Medical, uh, they tell the truth and um, the truth is what sets us free. And, Amen. and then that credibility started coming and coming and coming and the things that we talked about three years ago, it wasn't a conspiracy theory anymore, it became real. And now people are like, wow. So we are, you know, we have our own news division. Uh, we only have our own press credentials uh, and we also have our own music department that we wanna reach the youth. So it's really opened up a lot of doors. Uh, one of the biggest things on our heart is the Joel Tube movement is reaching these, these kids, this lost generation of kids that are so far away from God because that's where the revival is gonna come from is through them. And they're the furthest from God uh, that anything of my lifetime. And uh, that's what's number one on our heart is how do we reach the youth and know and give them that hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For the Alliance Interest family, finances in their blood. I grew up with them and they've handled my entire financial world for nearly 30 years. And as a testament to their talents, they've managed to keep me not just out of trouble, which in and of itself is remarkable, but they've helped me build real wealth. They've assisted me through complex business transactions and family matters. Now, even my daughters are working with Uncle Randy to put financial disciplines in place for their futures. Invest with people who share our values and will help you to be a good steward with what God has given you. Let Alliance in Trust help you to plan for what's next. Visit aewealth.com or call 805-371-8020 to learn more. Amen. So you mentioned music. What other things are you doing with the, the youth specifically? Music, uh, we are doing tent revivals. Uh, we're gonna do a tent revival in all 50 states and all kids are free to these tent, uh, not only kids, anybody under 30, it's free for them to come to this <clears> event. <throat> Matter of fact, our first tent revival, our first one for this year will be in Mount Pleasant, Texas. And Nick Searcy is actually gonna play the piano there. So we're gonna have uh, good times with, with praise music, uh, speakers, uh, inviting the, the kids just to uh, uh, celebrate the Lord, pray over people, feel the Holy Spirit. We did this in Ohio, was the number one, the first one we did, that was in October. And you should see the kids, the six and seven and eight year old kids praying over people, signs and wonders. It was just absolutely magnificent. So the Lord is just, just warming up this revival, but it's gonna be through the kids. You know, I've been um, talking with some of my Catholic friends because there's this, um, revival within Catholicism among young men. And what, you know, I believe is happening and we need to be taking advantage of it is there's so much in that generation, so much nihilism. And, okay. and uh, I think they're starting to yearn for something serious and something spiritual. Um, and they're being, you know, sold so many lies and they're all miserable and suicide and everything else is so intense right now in a way that it never has been through our history and they're looking for something and they want that seriousness and we've got to provide it for them we've got to kind of boldly proclaim hey there's a better way um and i don't think it's through the more 
seeker friendly movement, um, you know, where we're just telling them what they kind of want to hear or want to feel. I think right. we need to go in the completely opposite direction and almost get more, you know, fire and brimstone again and, and say that life is serious and you owe an obligation to your creator. You know, let's let's get after this and, you know, let's let's have some discipline because you will feel very different um, and you won't feel lost. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. The days of skinny jeans and fog machines, you know, they see right through that. Um, it's all about truth. And that's not very popular to speak truth behind the pulpit, you know, that you know, hell is real. And uh, there, we do go through trials and tribulations for uh, his name's sake. And that's not something that the, the people like to pass the altar call or the, uh, the, 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 the money around, the tithe around when you're telling them the truth of the scripture. But when you know the scripture and you know he's in you and he's got it, they want to hear that truth. I'd rather hear the truth. And they want to hear the truth than somebody just telling them what they want to hear. Yeah. Now, you know, in, in, uh, in your bio, you know, it, it mentioned that you guys have been doing some outreach that's leading to the, you know, baptism of, you know, thousands of people at a time. I mean, talk a little bit about that, please. Yeah. Yeah. So we are, we're on the reawaken tour. We started that, uh, from the get go and uh, we're started in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, we have done over 5,000 baptisms at 18 of these events. And, um, the spirit of the Lord is moving. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. So yeah, I think we just went over 5,000 baptisms. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Um, so my engineer wants me to ask you about Bo. Um, Polney, I think is his, uh, his last name. He said yeah. that he's, uh, he's familiar with him and, and likes what he's doing. Uh, so talk a little bit about, uh, about that and some of your other shows and programming. Yeah, Bo comes on uh, every now and then to kind of give you the he's, – he's got a silver and gold background to him, but he's got a strong love for uh, the, our king, uh, Jesus Christ. And he kind of shows you some of the timelines of, 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 the, of the patterns that are happening, and they're very, very interesting, these patterns. Uh, some think he's set in times and dates. He's really not. He's just telling you that these patterns repeat themselves in the Bible, and these patterns are alive today, and we need to be aware of them because we don't know the, time, the day or the hour, but we do know we're in Matthew 24, and the birth pains are speeding up uh, rapidly, and they're happening more and more. I mean, just look at this last weekend alone. There is probably enough news stories in this last weekend for five years worth of, of news. It's just things are heating up faster and faster. Yeah, you know, we, we live in California here, and so we're on the front lines of this culture war. And I, I talk about um, the velocity of atrocities, too, for yeah. what they're doing to us with respect to the laws and the, the things that are overtaking us. It, it's, uh, it's almost too many to pay attention to. And I feel like the, the news cycle and everything is, is, is very similar. So um, talk a little bit more about your programming in general and kind of who else and what else you guys have. Yeah, so we do something called a, a Take Five. And I, I remember uh, this this was started about th three, it was actually 2018 we, we started this. And the Lord spoke to me and he says, I want you to do something called a Take Five. And I'm like, what is a Take Five? And he says, I want you to take uh, time to take your business background uh, your, your marine background and what's going on in the world and Bible prophecy and bring it together. So people can see that we're living through a biblical lens and these events are happening. 
and then uh, through through that and prophecy, we've we've gotten strong communication and uh, with with generals like General Flynn, General McInerney, General Valley, uh, General Boykin. They all, they come on uh, the generals. We used to, we usually have them on once a month, and to just give you a perspective from there, uh, from what they see as former generals. Uh, we do that through the medical field too, the Dr. Malones, the Dr. McCullough's that have been above, you know, in front of this. And um, so we give a unique experience through Take Five with some of the top name guests, uh, even, you know, people like uh, Sarah Palin and talking about her love for uh, the Lord. And what's fascinating this last probably year, when we started doing this with the generals, it, it was in the beginning, it was all about the military, the military, the military, the military can get this. We, we're we're military, they're generals, so that's why they're talking. Yeah. But the tune has changed, every one of them. Even the Israeli generals that I, I interview are saying, the only way out of this is through the most high God. And it's amazing experience to see their walk change just on his glory TV network in the last two or three years. Yeah, well, I think that goes to what I spoke of earlier. You know, people are recognizing the seriousness of this time, and it's it's getting so much harder to ignore, again, even for atheists or agnostics, that there's just something wrong, and it's wrong on a fundamental and deep level now. And and so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm excited uh, when I hear those stories of anybody who seems to tar- start to take things more seriously from the spiritual standpoint, because that's what we need, and you know, and and I mean, God can forgive this nation, and you know, um, you know, bless us again. Uh, we can be again in His favor if uh, if we do repent. Um, I'm not sure that we're you know going to as a nation. Um, you're you know you're seeing that with the people who locked us down and did some of the most egregious stuff. You know, they want us to forget that they did that, or they want us to forgive, but they're not offering any sorts of repentance whatsoever. No, not only that, they're going to try it again. Uh, yeah. the, the wheels are in motion for them to, to try it again, and we can't buckle. You know, what, 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 look at all the churches that buckled uh, the last time. Uh, you, th- they wanted us not to be able to get together in a place of worship, but, you know, liquor stores could stay open, uh, strip joints could stay open, but no church. That just tells you everything right there. Yeah, it does. How do you say I love you? Is it with flowers, chocolate? Can jewelry express true love? In the end, they all fall short. The only thing that can completely communicate the depths of your affection this Valentine's Day is meat. Not any meat, though. Over 85% of grass-fed beef sold is imported from overseas. That's why it has to be Good Ranchers. 100% American hand-trimmed steakhouse-quality meat delivered to your door. Don't say it how you always have. Say it with meat. Right now, you can get $30 off when you order any box from Good Ranchers and use the code BRYCE. This is a gift sure to add sizzle to that special day, whether on the grill or in a pan. Nothing simmers like prime cuts of beef, pasture-raised chicken, and premium quality seafood. You can get it all at GoodRanchers.com. Perfect for the lady, the man, or yourself this Valentine's Day. Good Ranchers is the gift that keeps on grilling. Ditch the usual gifts that just don't cut it anymore. Say it with American meat instead. Snag your $30 off with my code BRYCE at GoodRanchers.com today. Love is in the air and it smells just like, you guessed it, Good Ranchers. Save $30 on your unique gift this Valentine's Day by visiting GoodRanchers.com. American meat delivered. 
So um, I wanted to ask you about Israel um, because, you know, Israel went so, um, you know, hard in the paint for vaccination, for the, you know, lockdowns, all of that stuff. Um, I'd love to get your perspective on on that, on the, you know, why behind some of those things and, and what is going on there um, on the ground now. Well, yeah, they were the, the probably the most aggressive of any nation. Uh, they obviously have fired their fine or their their health minister. Uh, he probably will be uh, have some sort of trial at some point, is what I'm hearing. Uh, they shut down all the. Uh, if, if you didn't get vaccinated, you couldn't get into the nation of Israel. So that stopped a lot of churches. We didn't go there during that period because we weren't going to have our. Uh, uh, you know, the people come with us to Israel be vaccinated. So it, it, it cut down uh, the travel, it cut down tourism. They were infiltrated by the Muslim Brotherhood uh, through their government, literally had uh, part of the Knesset. And the people of Israel just finally said enough. And then they, they re-voted uh, Benjamin uh, Netanyahu back in and uh, he's got somewhat of a mandate and he's gonna take a more of aggressive role. I'm not sure what his stance is gonna be on uh, vaccines yet. Uh, I'm gonna ask him that question. I'm supposed to have him on his glory here pretty soon. And um, he's gonna have to have an answer uh, because his general said enough, we can't do it. That's what they're telling me behind the scenes. Yeah, wow, well that's, uh... That's good to hear because that was, um, you know, grieving my heart uh, as I was watching the Israeli people, you know, commit to, you know, this experimental vaccination. I felt like it, it was uh, it was so strange to see them going so hard in that direction, um, you know, with something that could potentially affect their um you know, reproduction and everything else, um, you know, we're seeing so much and there was so much that was uncertain. It didn't make sense for the nation of Israel, given, you know, the, uh, uh, their background and, you know, everything that they have, uh, you know, fought for and fought against for so many years to just swallow that whole, it just, it seemed, it seemed ir- irrational and, you know, strangely, you know, disjointed to me. Uh, it absolutely was, uh, until the general started to figure it out as like, th- there was, a. They were the most vaccinated of anybody, and they had a booster set up mandatory for every two months with no end date. They were not going to stop this program, just continue to vaccinate, vaccinate, booster, booster, until finally the Israeli people said no more. They got rid of the health minister, like I said before, and then former generals started asking questions. Why are people getting hurt? Why are pilots having problems flying aircraft? Like we're seeing in the United States of America today with, uh, with, uh, you know, airlines, with pilots, uh, military pilots having the same type of myocarditis strokes and all that type of thing from the, from the vaccine. Yeah. Well, so, um, I, I've, I've one more, um, thing that I'd like you to get into. You sort of buried the lead. Um, uh, when you, you said you died three times, you skipped over that pretty quick. And I don't know that story or, uh, you know, could you, uh, lay some of that out for me? Yeah, so I I was I went through a trial and tribulation uh, in my marriage. We, we were struggling in our marriage, and I was living for the world, and I was a corporate executive and working too much, and uh, I got a hold of some bad uh, chili, and I, long story, I got botulism toxin and went wow. into ICU. Uh, was literally living uh, on a, on a, a ventilator. And then I remember I was at the Cleveland Clinic the first time. Well, the first night I, I did die when they they, they tried to uh, put the, uh, the, the the tube in me. But I didn't have a near-death experience the first time I died. So the time that they pulled the tube 
the first time I was awake. And there's nothing worse than seeing two uh, cl uh, uh, Cleveland Clinic doctors look at you and pale like, we've lost him. And I knew at that moment in time, I was done. I was, I, I was dead. I was, I, was, I was gone. And then I was taken up in this just absolute uh, sh uh, shalom, this unconditional light, just beautiful love. And the Lord showed me every, uh, he showed me all the, uh, the years of my life up until that point in time in a mahogany picture. It was an absolutely beautiful picture. Uh, and then he didn't tell me what it meant until about a year later. So then I come back from that. And he says, I got a plan for you. I want, I, I want you to be, you're going to be used for my purpose and my glory in a ministry. And he'd be like, okay, I came back and I'm like, Lord, did I really experience that? I want to see Jesus at the end of my, 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 my bed. I couldn't even get the prayer out. And there Jesus was just glowing in that unconditional love again, uh, right there. And I knew immediately that that love was there. And, um, so I started hearing from him more often, and then they, they had to, I had to collapse lung, uh, five five surgeries of bleeding uh, stomach, uh, heart attack, oh, you name it. We took one wow. step forward, two steps back, and then they took me off the tube again. And at this time, they had every single doctor in the Cleveland Clinic watching me. There was 30 doctors in the room. And I immediately went bad again, and I was hovering above the beds because I could see all the panic in all the doctors' faces. We're losing him. We're losing him. Come back, come back, come back. And I'm like, Lord, why are they panicking? I feel fine. I, I feel this, this, this shalom, this peace, this love. And he said, I'm bringing you back for your purpose. I'm bringing you back for the ministry of his glory. And then I came back and then they had to, ream, they had to wean me off the, the ventilator. And it was a long struggle to learn how to eat again, how to walk again, to do everything all over again. And then about a year in, into that recovery process, I was like, Lord, what, what, what was the pictures for? And he said to me, he said to me, he goes, when you saw those pictures, everything was perfect in those pictures. First of all, the pictures were never taken by a human being on earth. They were pictures that could not have been taken on earth. He said, you notice there was no sin in there because you are in my perfect heaven and sin was conquered. But you know what was missing? He said, you didn't do anything good for me. Your report card was empty. And I was immediately convicted. Like, you're right, Lord. Because the only thing I'm here for is for your purpose and your glory. So that really started the set of me uh, focusing on him, taking it seriously, and then walking his walk. And, and I said, I can't do it. I need you to show me the way. And he's, he's shown us the way ever since. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, well, no wonder you're, uh, you're so motivated. Yeah, because you know what? Uh, it's, it's, I know where we're going. Heaven is perfect. And until we get there, we have to be motivated. We have, a, have to have a sense of urgency because if you bring one more into the kingdom, that's one more that got away from Satan. And that's what our goal is here is to, to bring him into the kingdom as much as we possibly can because nothing I can do in the world is going to matter to God. It's only what we do for him that matters. Yeah. You know, I was a director of AT&T, the number one director in the whole company. That doesn't mean anything. It's, it's what we've done for him. Yeah, amen. Now, do you guys, once you, you know, bring them in, uh, you know, get them baptized, you know, all that, what, you know, what do you do, um, you know, from that point on in terms of, you know, steward, stewarding these, these folks or, you know, or uh, because most of what you're doing is, you know, through the ministry, uh, what are you doing to, to, you know, just maintain those relationships and, 
Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bryce to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metals specialists. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bryce to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bryce to 989898 today. So uh, twofold, uh, what we're doing now is, you know, and, and once the baptism occurs, we tell them how important that, that walk is. You've got to get in the Word. Once right. you're baptized, this, this, is, this is the key. This is the best business book. That's the best marriage book. This is the best book for anything in life. Every answer is here. This is how you get to know him. And Satan's going to try to push you away from that, that the, the Word of God. So if you know he's pushing you away, that's how much he wants you in that. So that's number one, is to get in the word of God. Two, we, we're putting on small groups uh, to uh, bring people in together to know more about Christ. And then through the process of, um, of knowing pastors and good churches that are out there that teach them biblical values and not itchy ears that, that I trust, we fill up a lot of churches. We send them to churches in California, all over the United States, that if we trust that particular pastor, we're going to say, go find your home there. There, go in. There's a building here. Go go into that particular church and you'll be fed. So we don't compete with other ministries. We actually try to fill other ministries. Uh, yeah, that's great. Well, I, I'm not sure how familiar you are with uh, what uh, Turning Point is doing, uh, Charlie Kirk's organization, but TPUSA Faith, uh, Rob McCoy is the co-chair of that, and he's our pastor here, and he's yep. running around the country making sure that, um, you know, the, the, uh, um, the word is spread of, you know, kind of what's going on and get these other churches to participate and wake up and stand boldly and all that. So, you know, maybe there's some synergies there because, uh, you know, we're, we're getting these churches around the country to, to you know, recognize what's happening. And, and you know, the, he and Charlie are doing amazing work for that. So, well, um, your, your, yeah. your, pa- your pastor has got it right, because that's what it's all about. It is, it is teamwork. It is not competition. Uh, Amen. Uh, at the reawakened tour, we had Pastor Locke bring in a, a patriot to accept Christ. As soon as he accepted Christ, he came over to me in a baptism. I baptized him, and out of the water he came. He got prayed over by Pastor Todd Coconado. That's what it's all about. It's Amen. not about one ministry better than another. It's all about the glory of God, and let's team up as one, his ecclesia. Yeah, because we would not—they um, could not um, lock us down if we all are standing. And, um, you know, that was the—, the very first problem in the in the initial lockdowns was you know the the grasshoppers you know kept us all kept us ants all thinking you know uh that that we couldn't stand up to them that's right and you know what we can't allow it to happen again we the people uh through jesus christ are 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 the majority and will always be the majority he was in us is stronger than he was in the world yeah so in the last few minutes that we have um you know i'd I'd love for you to uh talk a little bit about what you do see coming um, because you're right, they are going to try it again. And we talk about that a lot on this show. Um, but if you could, you know, give us, uh, you know, prognosticate a little bit and then, um, you know, encourage us, uh, you know, with the, the prescription. Yeah. So we're in uh, Matthew 24, we're seeing the birth pains. We're seeing Ezekiel 38 and 39, right before our very eyes in, in the middle East. 
Uh, we're going to see it's going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, I know people don't want to hear that, but it's the, it's the reality of that. They're they're throwing everything at us to to shut us down, to control us, to put this mark of the beast, this one world government in. It's not time yet. Uh, so we're going to see exposure. We're going to see more truth coming out in 2023. And in the middle of that, you're going to see a revival. And that's why I continue to say this is the greatest time in the history of the world to be alive because uh, we need revival. We need Jesus. We look at Iran. We don't see what's happening in Iran, but I have contacts in Iran. The underground church is, is, is moving dramatically in Iran. They're seeing signs and wonders. And that is going to explode to all over the globe because that's the heart of the father is his love. He wants to see all of us have an opportunity to know his son is in Jesus Christ. And that's what we're here for is to get that out. And uh, sometimes it takes horrible things in the world to get our attention away from being programmed, away from being channeled because we get caught up in the world instead of focusing on him. I, I'm as guilty as anybody of that. And when you shut this down, where do you look for? And you know, a lot of people in this last three years are, are asking the question, what's the most important thing in my life? What is, what is, is it because I can get to be a director at AT&T or create the next iPhone? Or is it to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and save souls? Because heaven is eternal. Hell is eternal as well. And we have to make that choice today. And if we can save one, the heavens rejoice in the saving of one soul. I know that always brings a tear to my eye just to see one person come into the kingdom because that's what it's all about. It's kingdom glory. It's, it's, it's having that sense of urgency like you talked about and just preaching the love of Jesus Christ until he takes us home. We can, we can sleep when we go to heaven. But until then, we, 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 got, we got a Marine up. That's probably why he made me a Marine first to fight these battles. Um, we need more Marines behind the pulpit. Mm, I would agree. Yeah, so, uh, I, you know, I have hope for, you know, the the generation that's coming up now, um, because like my, you know, my daughters and, you know, the other, you know, young kids, I think um, it, for, you know, not just, you know, what we see in biblical reasons and, you know, everything that we see in, in you know, biblical pro- prophecy, but also in, you know, cyclical terms. There's, um, and I mentioned him on the show, Peter, uh, Peter Tertian, who, you know, wrote that 2020 would start, begin the, the uh, most violent decade the world has seen. And he wrote that in 2012. And, and he just studies the science behind history and rhythms. And, uh, you know, there's things like the, the fourth turning and other that show these big cycles that just also happen. Um, and I think that, you know, that those guys identify, you know, many of the things that, you know, the, the word of God sets forth as well and tells us, That's um, right. you know, they don't, they don't invent it. They, they, uh, they discover it and, and, you know, communicate it from a secular perspective, but we see that stuff happening all around. And one of the things that it notes in Peter Tertian's work is that, you know, you have these, you know, five to 15 year cycles of, of extreme unrest and violence and upheaval and all of that. And then the generation, you know, one generation goes out, another comes in and the one that's coming in, you know, are hardy people being born in that time and say, okay, enough is enough. And I do, I do see some of that hope amongst our, um, you know, young, uh, kids right now that are, are, um, you know, starting to adopt, conservative viewpoints, even if they've got liberal parents, they're starting to recognize that some of this stuff is nonsense. And I love the idea right now that the rebellious, um, you know, you want to be rebellious, be a Christian, be a Christian conservative. Exactly. (laughs) You know, I think that that's a beautiful thing right now. 
Yeah, it is. And I, the, the scripture tells us this is where that revival is coming from, is the youth. Uh, we're, they're the furthest away from God, but you know what? God's going to turn the heart back to the Father, and we're going to see the prodigals return. And it's going to be an incredible revival uh, experience. Um, going to be a lot going on in the world, a lot of fire, a lot of exposure. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but the revival of God is coming, and uh, we're here for such a time as this, and we have to finish the race. Yeah, well, amen. Well, those are... Those are great words to uh, to end on. Um, how can we follow you? Um, you know, I know. Why don't you give uh, give the addresses and all that good stuff, and and we'll make sure we put it in the show notes as well. Excellent, thank you. So you can follow us at www.hisglory.me. That's for our forty different programs that we do, twenty four seven TV is what we're we're, uh, we're we're very close to having up, and then we have www.hisglory.tv where you can see our documentaries and you can see movies like Capital Punishment and His Glory Music, and all the other things that we're doing. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time, and uh, this is great, and uh, you know, appreciate all the work that you're doing. Thank you for having me. God bless you. All right. God bless you.